Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I'm doing so well. We're going to open up today. We're on a beach. We're getting the sun in. We're having a wonderful Mm -hmm. time. A drink here, drink there. Oh, wait. It's a flashback of Dawson and Joey. (laughs) just murdering (laughs) our eyes and we cannot escape but then we're back in the nice ocean and Mm -hmm. having a wonderful time but we it's dawson and joey fighting uh this episode is the best of times is the worst of times it may be dawson and joey propaganda but i'm here for it are you not we are on our hundredth episode of dawson's creek 100 light years from home season five episode 19 um, but of course, we're not alone. We're going on spring break, baby, and we need a road trip partner um, that is light years ahead of Oliver. Um, it, it's a very low bar. Uh, but coming back on to uh, Shit 90 Shows Taught Me, our friend Lindy. Lindy, how are you? I'm amazing. I'm so happy to be here because both of you, you rule, you rock, you are a golden god. Okay, just accept it. <laughs> I needed to hear that. I'm not going to lie. It's true. Sometimes I just really need to be told that I'm a golden god. (laughs) And nobody ever says that to me. I don't know why. Apparently, that's what people say to their friends. Yeah. You really rock. You're a golden god. Um, Friends. This is – it's so funny, Sarah. We talk all the time about how Dawson and Joey are each other's biggest fans – and, like, literally two seconds into this episode, I'm like, oh, here we go again. Great. We get to have them, like, propping each other up again. Yeah. I just feel very um, validated because I always say that Joey thinks that Dawson is a god. And she here is my proof. Yeah. I'm Notre Dame. I tell the future. Nostradamus? Uh, <laughs> or, are you the no- or are you Notre Dame? Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, it could be uh the hunchback Notre Dame. You want to be the hunchback? <laughs> yeah, that's how cute I am. Okay, so, especially today. Sarah. <laughs> I kind of just feel like a bug. What's you know, it? Quasimodo. You... That's yeah. The do you ever feel like a bug, Lindy? I can't say that I've ever felt that way. Can you elaborate? 
Um, I guess like you just feel like kind of gross, you know. I usually oh, I feel that way right before a shower. Gross before, <laughs> yeah, like right before a shower, I'm like, ugh, you know. Yeah. And then you're done and you're just all cleaned up. And sometimes you feel like a potato where you just want to like lay on the couch and do nothing. You're just yeah. like a blob. I'm always a potato. I feel that way every day. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable content. <laughs> um, but like we get the setup of the premise right away in this episode where Dawson has to go to New York for some like big agent meeting. It's a big Hollywood meeting um, about his movie. Uh, so he's like, he's like, Lindy, he's skipping spring break. Everyone else is going to Florida for spring break time. To be honest, I think that's the right move. If this is a real meeting with someone who can actually further his film career, like that's his yeah. dream. Why should he skip that? It's this is so true. true, but I just hate that Dawson's Creek did it again. They're like, no, we don't need all of our Creek creeps under one area let's split them up and i hate that dawson it took him the entire episode to get to florida i just wish that he was there the whole time but of course like if you have this big meeting that could further your career you're not going to ditch it for go to go to spring break but that's what he does (laughs) yeah it's okay we'll get there because it's so freaking stupid i can't even stand it um but it is very dawson to be like i have a very big important meeting in new york and it is very joey to be like "Eh, i want to give spring break like wet blanket joey of course like audrey's parents are offering you this super cool like on the beach house and you're gonna be whiny about it even if you don't want a spring break with the spring breakers like we see her reading a book on the beach. That sounds like an ideal way to spend yeah. your spring break, even if you're, you know, even if you're like introverted, like Joey is. I kind of relate to this because I have I fall into the issue of always saying yes. And then when I'm about to go somewhere, no matter where it is, it could be going to my friend's house, it could be going on vacation. I'm always dreading it. And I just like, why did I agree to this? Like I wish I was just staying home. I don't know why, but like once I'm there, I'm fine. But without a doubt, every single trip and every single thing I agree with, I'm like, oh, why did I agree to this? I just want to stay home. That's happened to me too. Actually, in college, I went on this alternative spring break trip. So you do like service projects. And the night before, I was like, I don't want to go. I just want to do nothing and hang out. But I went and it was so much fun. So I think yeah. that's usually what ends up happening is like the actual getting up to go and like packing and like all of that is the hardest part. But once you're there, you tend to enjoy it, at least for the most part. Um, but Joey decides this is like the opportune moment to bring up Mitch, <laughs> which I thought was kind of a choice. Like, I don't know if it's me. I kind of feel like I wait for like Dawson to to bring him up first because I don't know where he's at in the grieving process. But Joey's just like, oh, you know who'd get a kick out of this? Mitch. But Dawson seems okay with it. He's like, yeah, he would have. He would talk to my ear off about it. He would have wanted to know the agent, his client list, like practice runs with me about it. Sarah, what did you think of them like bringing up Mitch in this moment I think that it was appropriate to bring up Mitch in the moment what I didn't like was that Joey was like oh I guess like everything works out for a reason and I was just like Joe I think it's too I think it's there's never a right time to be like oh I think that your dad passing away happened for the right reason or 
everything seemed to work out. I felt weird about that line, but I do think it's nice to be like, your father would be proud of you in this moment. Yeah. Why did she say that? She was saying that like he would have got be all she said is like, oh, you know who would have gotten a kick out of this? Your dad. No, that's not what she said. She said, you know, you had this crazy year and oh, that's this after. horrible year. And it turns out that everything worked like, out for the best. Worked out for the best. Which I, I don't like think is definitely you, you should a not say weird that. sentence. Like, Lindy, what do you think about this? Like, was this off-putting for you? Or am I being sensitive because I, you know, have a father that passed away and somebody said that to me, but like, screw you. Like, you don't no, know what worked out for the best. You're totally right. Like, you shouldn't say that. It just because it's not true. It like obviously Dawson, if he could have it any way, like he would have his dad here and not have this big meeting. Like, it doesn't make any sense, even though right. he's been through something tough. Now he's got this opportunity, but it doesn't make the tough stuff like worth it. I think it was just like a really weird thing to say. Like, I understand that Joey was just trying to be supportive, um, a supportive friend. But for me, that was the most off-putting thing. If she said, if she left that out, then I think I would have been like, oh, that's nice. You're bringing up Mitch in this situation. Yeah, it was the line that was weird, especially because then Dawson's like, oh, that's like a way of looking at it. And then he brings up the fact that, because this is, again, (laughs) It feels very shoehorned to me that the writers were like, oh, shit, we're about to get to the hundredth episode of Dawson's Creek. And you know what that means? We have to remind the viewers that it's all about Dawson and Joey. It always has been. It always will be. And so in order to do that, they have to have this conversation where, like, obviously Joey and Dawson have been chatting more lately, right? Like, she saw the movie. I feel like they've been closer uh, as of late. But he brings up, I'm really, like, I feel really bad for what I said to you after he died. And Joey said, I've, I've never, like, held that against you. Like, you did what you did. You had to get through it. Um, and I guess, like, I was happy to see, Sarah, that, like, Joey was like, you know what? It's fine. Like, I, you know, I, I understand. You were grieving. Yeah. I think that she, once again, could relate to that sentiment of, you're not your best self in times of trauma, I think back to once again, when my dad passed away and I remember I've told the story, I'm pretty sure, but I was shopping for a dress for my dad's funeral and I was just in the pissiest mood. And my two friends brought me to Kohl's, which is like, guys, you couldn't bring me to a nicer place than Kohl's for my dad's (laughs) funeral dress between you and me, but whatever. Um, And I just remember being like such a bitch. And I like, I I remember like I like walked ahead of them and I kind of like stormed off and it's something that like I reflect on. I'm like, I know that I was in so much pain, but for my two friends to bring me to an establishment like Kohl's, what the heck is, what were you thinking? You couldn't bring me to the mall or somewhere better. What do you mean? No, I'm just saying like, I mean, I don't know. You brought me to Kohl's. You could have brought me to Macy's or something, (laughs) but no, like uh, you brought me really nice going shopping. I, I was mean, like I was not kind to them and they, they were with me after the funeral. And I just wish like in those moments, I like, you know, I know I was in pain, but I just wish that I was kinder in those moments. I mean, I feel like your friends understand. You I know, know what I mean? Like understand. your friends and family understand. And like, I don't, I, I would never hold it against somebody. Like sometimes we're dealing with stuff and we're not our best selves, but like you get a lot of people's best selves every day. 
So sure. you should be able to handle like a day of a bad self or a week of a bad self when someone's going. Yeah, through something. I know that. And I guess like that's Joey's point. Like I never yeah. held it against you. I knew that you were going through it. I knew that, you know, the timing of it sucked. Like they, I, I mean, it's just how it was. Yeah. Uh, so Lindy, Joey says, uh, sometimes I think it's better when we don't touch our dreams. And she says, I spend half the time wondering what might have been and the other half thinking just as well. And this is when Dawson asks, do you think we'll ever get it right? And she says, not in this lifetime. Like, they, this is what they do, Lindy. They talk in circles. Like, they never actually land on the point and are very blunt with each other. And it uh, drives me up a wall. Like, what is Joey talking about? What is what is she even saying? Like, sometimes it's better to not touch our dreams. Like, that is the weirdest way to put that. Yes. And I don't even know, like, what she's trying to say. <laughs> At first, it sounds like she's talking about, like, dreams in terms of, like, oh, movie making and, right, and artistry and all the things like that. But then we're like, oh, no, she's talking about them. Um, and it makes it seem like she's like, eh, we're probably never going to get it right. Like we're probably never actually going to date, which I feel like Dawson should probably think about later when he decides to take a road trip to Florida, but you know, um, Just and- ignore, it was a choice to ignore that one little tablet very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he requests that he wants a souvenir from Florida. Um, he says something like the, my soulmate went to Florida and all I got with this was this lousy t-shirt. And again, Sarah, he is very much like dropping hints, like little crumbs everywhere of like, oh, you gonna call her your soulmate again, Dawson, even though you just broke up with Jen. And like, apparently that meant relationship meant nothing to you, even though we all know it did. Yep. Yep. I, I mean, I don't know. And I- yet again. I, 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 it's just, it's not like Dawson doesn't care about Jen. Just uh dawson's creek doesn't care about the writers hate jen for some reason i feel like we need justice for jen t-shirts lindy no there is justice for jen (laughs) (laughs) like you you would or you would not i would like this episode it's just another example of why we need justice for jen like what like (laughs) yeah poor jen always thrown to the side yeah she's always getting trashed like she gets freaking sick here um so then we're on the road with like, seriously, I feel so bad for Dawson. I have to go on a road trip with freaking Oliver. Lindy, what are your thoughts on Oliver? Cause we have, he's new this season. So we haven't heard you, uh, your thoughts on him. Um, you know, he's one of those characters that you just, you're just not going to like because they, they don't <laughs> give you anything <laughs> that's likable about him. I thought it was so funny that he was like, oh, now Jen's available. I have this huge crush on her. Let me try to make that happen. And it's like, is that going anywhere? Like, I sure oh. hope not. <laughs> because Jen could yeah. be better than Oliver. And it's not in terms of like, oh, this is like an ugly guy. It's just he's freaking creepy. He's so just kind of annoying, is. I feel like. He's very annoying. Yeah, because like they're like they're listening to the radio or whatever. And of course, Oliver's like, um, we haven't talked at all. And Dawson's like, yeah, I want to listen to music. And then Oliver's like, you know what? I'm going to start singing. And I'm like, this is the last thing. Like, I'm sorry. You're driving from Boston to New York City, which isn't like the longest of drives. Five hours. Five hours in the car with Oliver. It's a lot of hours. So I I kind of understand why Dawson instead tells, like, 
oh, the whole story. Basically, we get to see it in montages, but he's telling the whole story of Joey and Dawson to Oliver because at the very least, Oliver's not the one talking for the most part, you know? <laughs> then I think that's a good, a good, actually a good plan then. Yeah. Because yeah. then you control the narrative. And exactly. Freaking Oliver doesn't chat the whole time. But yeah. Oliver did not know what he was getting into because he wanted to hear the story. But I was like, good luck because you're going to be listening to this story for the entire drive. Like, you don't know the depth of oh, this. Oh, maybe he thought that it was going to be, like, an hour-long story. But next thing you know, the story lasts for, like, the 18 hours it takes to get to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. This is no. not what I signed up for. And we're treated to a early season, like season one montage of Joey and Dawson. We get the like, I don't think it's a good idea for me to sleep over anymore. Uh, our emerging hormones are destined to alter our relationship. And I'm trying to limit the fallout. Like, ridiculous. Um, and of course, then we have to go over to Joey, who is like, I don't think she got the memo on how you're supposed to dress on spring break. Truly, Lindy. Like jeans on the beach. Jeans on the beach is a terrible idea. And does she have like a long sleeve shirt? The only thing, Lindy, she got right is the platform flip flops. (laughs) I didn't even think about the jeans on the beach, but you're right. That's terrible because Joey doesn't want to be there. She literally said she'd rather be studying, and it's like she needs to appreciate this free beach trip. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Audrey delivered. She didn't have to, but she always comes through with a beach house in this one occasion. Audrey is dressed for the beach. She has these like cute little shorts on and kind of like a um like a halter top thing. And she's like yelling at Joey to come on up. And this is when like Pacey grabs her and they have they're like making out in bed, but they're having this conversation. I think should be obvious to like both of them what's going on. Where Lindy, Audrey is basically hinting like, oh, well, you're not even my boyfriend and we're like having a lot of sex. And it's very obvious to me that like Audrey is hinting at this, uh, like in in this day and age, Audrey, just say it, just be like, you should be my boyfriend. But back in these days, it was like, oh, you have to wait for the guy to ask. And I felt so bad for Audrey because it's so obvious what she's waiting for. Was it like that? Like, oh, you have to wait and he's got to say it. Like, I feel like that was like the thing. Maybe not. But that's how I felt back in those days. I just feel like they're already together. So I feel like anyone could bring that up. Shouldn't she could just say like, oh, are you my boyfriend? Like, I want to tell my parents about you, but she doesn't say it. Yeah. Are you ready to make this thing official? Like, I feel like you could phrase it in like a cuter way. You know what I mean? So to not seem because I feel like straight up asking. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sarah, what would you do? What would Wait, you, you thought say? That sounded Probably aggressive? just wait for the guy. See, to... see, this is the this is why you're Audrey. This is the problem. Well, I you're think direct. That, you I'm just saying, like what you said it was like, are you going to ask me to be your girlfriend, like or whatever you just said? No, I, feel like I said, are you ready to aggro. make this thing official? That it sounds aggro. It does not. It does I, not. You know, are I you ready did. to make this thing official? It's very like cutesy. It's like, oh, are you ready to make this thing official? You what know. about just like, oh, are you my boyfriend? I feel like <laughs> so simple, but then if he says no, that's really insulting. So she'll know. That's yeah. true. That and then she insulting. ditches him at the beach. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they continuous okay, Lindy, I need to get a ruling from you. They're okay. making out. Is it not the most aggressive making out <laughs> that has existed on this planet? <laughs> 
I feel like it's because it's supposed to suggest to us how, you know, passionate their relationship is. And they're definitely having all this sex, as they've been saying. So they've got to really ramp up the making out to, like, let us know, oh, this is happening. It's, like, so serious. What do you think? Actually, I really want to know, A, what you think of Audrey, if you like her as much as we do. And then, B, how you feel about – I know that you are a PJ stan. But, like, how in this moment, without thinking to the future, because I know that you've seen the show before, how do you feel about them at this moment? So, first question. I love Audrey. I think she's an amazing addition to the cast. I think that's the best part of season five is having Audrey here. I think season five struggles a lot, but she really lifts it up. So, I love her. Um, Her and Pacey, I think they're, like, pretty good together. I don't really have a problem with that like by itself but I think the bigger problem is like that you've been talking about along the way is like Pacey and Joey don't seem to really have any hesitation about this like either of them Joey's like yeah go for it and Pacey is like into Audrey so it's like yeah the history is not mattering right now for some reason and that bugs me but on its own I don't really mind Pacey and Audrey This episode, I felt like they actually did a decent job of, like, having Joey and PC have conversations where they talk about their past, which at least they're, like, addressing it that it is a thing that happened, um, regardless of of the result of the conversation. At least they're, like, mentioning it. Um, But I totally agree with you, Lindy. Like, Audrey is the best thing to come out of season five, um, regardless of, like, whether she's dating someone in the creek creeps or not, even if she had just shown up as like Joey's friend and roommate would have loved it. Um, So then this is like so strange where we have Jack hanging up on top of like, whatever the heck this thing is. It's like a pergola. No, a pergola. Pergola is that is the word that I'm reaching for. Is that what the word is? I almost said arugula. Okay. <laughs> arugula. It's not arugula. Not right. A pagoda. Okay. A pag- it's doga. I think pagoga. it's a pergola because pergola. that's an item in Animal Crossing <laughs> that looks like this. Oh. This is it. It's a pergola. Googled it. Excellent pergola. job, Lindy. Yeah, he's like pergola. chilling on top of this thing, taking a phone call. Yeah. And he says, oh, I wish you would have let me know. And so obviously this must be him talking to Toby because we find oh, out later. Is that what I didn't realize that. Right? Because, well, he said, oh, I found out Toby has a, a boyfriend. You know what I thought it was on my second watch? I thought it was like the dean telling him that he was failing out of class. Yes. That was my other option. <laughs> Again, I feel like they shortchanged Jack a lot where they tried to do something in this episode that we'll talk about where they tried to like get him get his character progression further along but i feel like they just fucking jumped 10 feet instead Mm. of like walking the steps to get there i feel like it's been building throughout the season in my opinion i think it's like more so in this episode it was abrupt because most of the episode i was watching i was like they are not utilizing jack very much like they need to give him more and then all of a sudden they're giving him a ton yeah (laughs) um yeah Maybe it was Toby. Maybe like Toby was his person of emergency at school. You know how like he had to put down like a person of contact. Maybe the dean called Toby to tell him that he was flunking, and then Toby called Jack and said, what? "BTW, you're failing, and also I have a new boyfriend." 
two birds with one stone. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, but that Dad. that's not how it works. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. how do we get from point A to point B? What do you think is upsetting Jack more? That Toby has a boyfriend or that he's failing classes? That he's failing classes. This you is ridiculous. No, Toby. <laughs> You think this it's is Toby? like ridiculous. That's like he's the one who broke up with Toby. He had no interest in Toby, and now all of a sudden he cares. Duh, but, because yeah, <laughs> it's the unta- unattainable. He's this jealous that Toby has moved on without him. And it's like, oh, like I could have had Toby, and now someone else wants him, and I gave that up, and now Toby's not into me. Like he's got something else. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. I just can't relate to this. I've never ever broken up with someone and then found out they were dating someone and been like. Oh, I'm sad now. I'm sorry that you're not a human, Jessica. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. For most people, it bothers you. I agree with that. Now we need a poll. I need to know. I need to know if this is true that most people. This is going to be 100%. It bothers people. Like, there's no question. Yeah. I would understand if Toby broke up with Jack, but Jack broke up with Toby. It doesn't matter. It's what you don't have. And, like, the fact that there's always, like, an underlying sense of, like, who won the breakup, you know? And at this moment, he won the breakup. He's the one breakup. who broke up with Toby. Then you win it's, the breakup. No, that's, that's not, not what it, it is. No. You just don't get it, Jessica. I really don't. I don't, don't get, get it. it. I'm not a jealous person and I don't get oh, it. I, I mean, I am a very <laughs> jealous person and I get it. I don't know. I don't, I guess I just don't look at it the same way. It's fine. It's whatever. Jack is upset about stupid Toby. It's fine. I'm just impressed that he fits through the pergola. <laughs> Such a skinny legend. Slides right on <laughs> down. And this is like, I don't know why, but this part cracked me up so much where they're like, oh, we're going to pick rooms. And uh, we, oh, oh, and like Jack's like, oh, I'm going to go to the store. And Joey, the sole thing she wants <laughs> on spring break in her refrigerator yogurt yeah yogurt and then i love jen's agreement like yeah like yogurt (laughs) yeah yogurt sounds great lindy lindy tell these people what like what are they doing okay okay first of all i do agree that's a choice to be like oh yeah what do i want yogurt but to be (laughs) fair that's ridiculous but to be fair i think jack cuts her off i think she was gonna name more things on the list totally Totally. Okay, but, but you're look, right. We'll yogurt just, was her first it's choice. A, it's a and terrible thing. <laughs> Chips, dip. You know what I mean? Like, give me a break here. Even yeah. like a veggie platter, I'm nope, good with. We need, we need yogurt. And then I love how Jack's like, "No, I'm not going to get you stuff. I'm only going to get Jello and beer." But then Jen is like, "I need cold medicine. Can I give you money?" And Jack's like, "Oh yeah, of course. Just give yeah, me sure. money." <laughs> but it's like, okay, but you're going to the store anyway. Why can't you just get the yogurt? He just, he can't be bothered. He can't be bothered. And this is where the beginning, the beginning of poor Jen's storyline this episode is she's feeling ill already on spring break, which you hate to see. This is your vacation. This is your fun time. And she's not feeling well. Um, I just wish that she was able to hoe down this episode. <laughs> you know? That's the thing. It's like, you're like, what is her storyline this episode? She's just sick the whole time. And she's it's like, a, why? Why? It's, she's, she's, she's like a. A branch off of the Joey Charlie stuff is what it is. Like it's like her finding out about Joey Charlie and trying to warn Joey. Yeah, yeah but she didn't need to be sick for that. I don't get no, it. No, definitely. I, not. I really don't understand either. It's it's like I don't feel bad for Michelle Williams because Michelle Williams is clearly the most prolific and accomplished actor out of a lot of them. Uh 
you know, she's about to probably win an Oscar and all that jazz. So like her life is fine, but the show really hated her. <laughs> they did her dirty multiple times. I'm all having a time. flashback, flashback moment, everyone. <laughs> I feel like the last episode I was on, like Gail and Mitch had some sort of sickness and it was like, why are they sick? Oh, that was the pre- pregnancy thing, right? The show just <laughs> loves to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, they really oh, do. You're sick today. Like, yeah. so silly. Um, so yeah, then we get a call from, uh, Charlie and apparently Charlie is calling like every hour on the hour Mm -hmm. on the search for Joey. Yeah. He wants to know where she is Yeah, uh, and she won't tell him they're playing this little game of like cat and mouse. Uh, and he says, look, I would stop calling. Just tell me where you are. And Joey says in your dreams. And he says, oh, that sounds like flirting. And I did like this line from Joey, maybe. And this is what a dial tone sounds like. And she hangs up on him. It's so obvious, Lindy, that like Joey likes him. She likes the game they're playing. She wants him to keep calling. And so she's like flirting back and forth with Charlie. And Lindy, also, I would like you to uh, give us your thoughts on Charlie because he's new this season as well. Um, Charlie's nothing special. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) The man is trash. But... (laughs) You know, Chad Michael Murray, I, you know. Thank you, Lindy. <laughs> that face said it all. My friend Chrissy uh, messaged me and did send me a photo of Chad Michael Murray uh, now. And she said, this man can definitely chop wood, just saying. And I would say, like, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, a guy that that's can like chop some wood. Yeah, that's a really good picture of him. Yeah. Yeah. He's attractive. It's. I mean, but Chrissy, this was from a year ago. So what happened Sarah, he... that's not even that long ago. He might not Stop. be able to chop wood anymore. You don't. Just Why not? Lose the ability to chop wood in a year. No, he kind of does look a little ugly now. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, look at his uh... hair. Oh. He's wearing a hat. That's a but choice. You can see his hair is long. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Lindy, please continue. What do you think of the the Joey Charlie thing that's going on? I think Joey's clearly having fun with it, but, you know, until the end of this episode, she's not really letting herself just have a little fun. And I kept wishing, like, Joey, just go for it. Like, stop being so hard to get here. Like, Charlie's clearly into you. Like, you can have some fun here. Just go for it. Yeah. That's what I've been saying. I just want her to, like, play around a little bit. Like, I like what... what Pacey says later where it's like he doesn't have to be a long-term relationship you know what I mean like have a little fun Joey loosen up a little bit that's all I want for her I do think that Joey was fun Joey today I do eventually it's it's the proximity to the coast I think for her the closer she is to the coast and the beach the more fun Joey she is. Like oh, when she's I thought literally you were going to say the, the water. closer she is to the creek. Like the creek sucks out her fun. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Yeah, like the swamp monster but for when the she's, first episode. <laughs> when she's near the beach, she's fun Joey. Remember, like she was boat Joey for a summer and she was so beachy. Remember that guy that she kissed on the beach? You were obsessed with that. That yes, was a great episode. Yeah, you loved that. Was that was so long ago. That was when I was young and fresh and you know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Sarah, that was literally like two years ago. I know. A lot's changed <laughs> in two years. Um, so then we were hanging out at Audrey's parents' house. They're by the pool. Jen looks like she's like, I like the the physical acting where she's like hugging her knees. She has a bucket hat on. Like, she looks like she's feeling sick. She's cold again. Yeah. No matter what, she's just cold. 
She does look and sick. I also don't understand. Everyone's like, oh, so this is like spring break. And Audrey's like, yeah, I got the house. This is up to you all to like make this fun. They're bored. And it's, I'm like, how are you bored? You're literally two steps away from the beach. <laughs> they're bored. And they're at a pool. Like they're just sitting there. Yeah. Go um, in the pool. Maybe it's just too cold. Jen's suggestion is understandable for a sick person, but not something I want to do on spring break, which is, hey, let's watch some movies. Ma'am, you're on a beach in Florida. Why? <laughs> yeah, Dawson's not here, Jen. You're not going to impress him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, Pacey says we could play strip poker. Um, this is when Jack walks in and he has like all these, all these beer. He's just walking and drinking a beer just as he does. Wait, um, but the reaction to Pacey's suggestion is so hilarious because all three all of them looking them are like, no. And then Pacey is like, well, come on. It's not like I haven't seen all of you naked before. <laughs> I mean, the point is made and it's correct, but still no. Pacey. But it's still. weird to be like playing strip poker with your current, current, maybe not so much girlfriend, but close enough, your ex-girlfriend and someone you almost had sex with a while back. Oh up. yeah, yeah. very inappropriate, up. but it was so funny to see their yeah. faces. Yeah. Um, and so this is when they see Chris Hartford walking in their direction, and Joey's like, "Wait, how do I know him? He is a movie star." Um, and turns out he knows Audrey. Uh, the whole crew is like, "Oh my, oh my gosh, she knows a celebrity." Um, and it turns out she more than knows him. This is someone that she dated in high school, Sarah. This is like the person. Everyone has this person, like their first love. And this is Audrey's. Yeah. yeah, this was really exciting to see some Audrey backstory. And I do think that it was really interesting to see how Audrey responded to all this, as well as how everyone reacted to the fact that there's a celebrity amongst them, especially mm -hmm. a fake celebrity. It's like why, like I, a part of me is like, can you just get like a real celebrity? Five in here? seasons in, they should have been able to. They should have been. I mean, I don't know who that would have been in the '90s, but uh, I don't know, like a Leo DiCaprio. That could have been a maybe good someone one. from like 90210. If you want someone like more like attainable, you know, what sure, I mean? sure. But I did really like it. It was. I mean, Audrey was like kind of like a little bit of a naughty girl this episode. She she got some lying in there. She did some like cheat like cheating, but she kind of just like blows this Chris guy off. No, she doesn't blow him, but she blows this Chris guy <laughs> off and is like, oh yeah, he was just a friend from high school. Yeah, and... all she says is we went to high school together. Mm -hmm. She she neglects to say they dated, they did anything of the romantic variety. But Chris so obviously came here, Lindy, to like impress Audrey because he says MTV is sponsoring a concert at a hotel a couple blocks down. It's this new band, Lindy, M to M, which Jen immediately knows as Merit and Marion from Norway. <laughs> is this real? I, <laughs> I mean, you... now I need to know. Now I need to know. Uh, I mean, MTM, she was pretty no. good, the singer, but I don't think this was real because I, oh no, yeah, it is real. Never oh mind. no. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Norwegian pop duo comprising Merit Larson and Marion Raven. Wow, this is actually real. <laughs> they, remind, they remind me of like the all the things they said, girls. Remember them? All the things they said, all the things that run up in my head. No? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> Not even a little bit. I thought this was like a joke on like Tattoo. Eminem. Tattoo. Oh. You guys don't remember Tattoo? 
No. No. It was like also like this European pop duo. And I think that they were they were Russian. And it was just two of them. And I'm pretty sure that they were lovers. That was like the whole thing. But um I can't believe you don't remember that. But anyway, I thought that uh, M2M was pretty good. I liked I liked the the I mean I liked having real singers on. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Jen is like a big fan. And so Chris is like, oh, I have these tickets if you want to go. Audrey is very much, she's like, oh, we had like other plans, but everyone is like wanting to go to this concert. Um, and so everyone follows Chris out, Jen yelling, is it true you're dating Jennifer Love Hewitt? <laughs> Which is another great 90s reference. I mean, she um, was the queen of the 90s. We saw her not too long ago in yep. that movie. Uh, things I know what you did last summer. What? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. I know what you. Just, I, I know what you did. Last I know summer. what you did last summer. Yeah, I think she, she was, was in an episode then. of Boy Meets World, right? She was a Feffy. Yeah. Feffy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she immediately lies because Pacey asks, like, so, and she's like, no, we were just friends. Um. And she says, what do I look like? The whore of Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> um. And Lindy. She barely even waits for PC to be out of the frame of the camera before she immediately turns to Joey and is like, oh, my God, it's Chris. It's Chris. <laughs> That's that movie magic. Like, he's yeah. two feet away, but in a TV show, he doesn't hear her when in real life he would. You would yeah. think that he would turn around and be like, wait, what? Excuse me? Yeah. Um, Sarah, was Chris the one that all the way back in the like beginning of this season audrey had mentioned oh there was this guy i like loved and blah 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 blah. Had this to must be. be him right like i had don't remember to the name but yeah it had to be because this apparently they dated for two years this was her real high school boyfriend that she fell in love with and was quote-unquote perfect and I guess it didn't work out because maybe they were leaving to go to different schools. Like she was going across country. So it would be very alarming to see this person. And I, especially if they didn't break up on bad terms, I'm not surprised that Audrey is like, what do I do? Yeah. This feels like this is her, like she says later, like this is her Dawson. This is her like, what if boyfriend? Yeah. Um, she says every time in your eyes comes on the radio, she thinks of him on the one that no other guy will ever live up to. And the reason she says she doesn't tell Pacey is because they're on the verge of figuring out their whole thing. Um, and it would get much more confusing, which Lindy, I do understand. Like, I don't think she like, I think the problem is that she directly lies to PC. It's different to like lie by omission and just not mention it. He straight up asks and she's like, nope, definitely not. (laughs) Well, I think if she could have played it off and been like, oh yeah, we dated, but you know, it's been over for a while, but her lying makes it seem like it's way more important to her than like, she wouldn't be able to make it sound casual. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Joey, of course, gets all up on her high horse as she does, Sarah. And she's just like, um, I don't think you should lie to him. And Audrey with I, one of the, my favorite lines of the episode, Hey, mother Teresa, why don't you go take a smoke break and big back my good friend, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) But your good friend, Joey's always like this, Audrey. But like, sometimes Um, you don't need to hear this. You know what I mean? Of course not. Of course not. But Joey is 
tries to be the moral police. Um, I do really also like the fact that Charlie found Joey quite easily, by the way. It's that really was funny. very enjoyable. But also, Joey, he was right behind you. How did you not hear the differences in the voices? <laughs> I the same thing. I'm like, he's talking to you and like walking up behind you and it takes him putting a hand on your shoulder to realize he's there. So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was she pauses and I was like, oh, she knows he's there. And then she didn't know he was there. And I was yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> she turns around and she's like, oh my gosh, you found me. How did you and do it? I also really, it really brings me back to the um, flip phone era. I love a flip phone. I love the noise it makes when you clack it closed. It's so iconic. It's so, it just yeah. like brings me back to a really good time. Yeah. Flip phones um, were definitely the moment. Mm-hmm. It was just like so dramatic to like hang up by like flipping it closed. You yeah. know, we don't get that anymore. No, no, I, I, I do miss it. I do occasionally. You miss T nine a little bit. You know. Oh yeah, T um, nine yeah. was great. I used to text so fast. <laughs> I did. I was the fastest um, texter. Texter this side of texas well now you just make clicky clacky noises when you text because you have long nails i do i really have i love the clickety clacks i do you i love the sound it's very like soothing for me the only (laughs) bad thing is is that when i was at work like when i not didn't used to work from home it called me out when i was texting during work oh because they would hear you yeah they would hear me so that wasn't great but it's 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 really a soothing. Hey Sarah, I know you've been really into reading lately and you've gotten me into it as well. Yeah, well, you know what? Book of the month made it really easy because Book of the Month offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that like when I go to the library, there's like thousands and thousands of books and I'm like, I I, I get I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah, and we also um I love having a really aesthetic bookshelf and the the books that we got. It was like beautiful, high quality hardcover books, plus free shipping, which came really quickly. Love free shipping. Uh, you and I both chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which is a thriller about a missing girl. And I honestly, I really, I really couldn't put it down. I think I read it in about a 48 hour time period. It had twists, it had turns, kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page. <laughs> so tell me what you liked about the book then. Yeah. Uh, it was it was really good and I'm excited to dive into the other book that I have um but the great thing is Sarah is that listeners can sign up for book of the month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code pedals for just five dollars wow what a deal check out book of the month club for all of your reading needs Yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS for just $5 and enjoy reading.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Pacey is getting hit on by one of the singers. Couldn't tell you which one, but it's one of the two of them. Um, and she like, why Pacey of all people? It's just like very funny to me, Lindy, that like Pacey is just like, okay, uh, Lindy, you see a guy in a crowd wearing like cargo type of pants, (laughs) a Hawaiian shirt and a red sweatshirt tied around his waist. And you're like, that's my guy. This is, this was so unbelievable. It was stupid. It was like, <laughs> this woman would not be hitting on Pacey in no. this. You're right in this crowd of people in this outfit. He's a random guy, and she's from Europe and a, in a band. And she picks Pacey out of the crowd and tries to hit on him. It's it just is so stupid. So unbelievable. But that. that- it felt this felt so 2002 it did it just felt so 2002 and it reminded me a lot of um like mary Kay and ashley movies as well just like this whole vibe um have you either of you ever heard the song 2002 by anna marie how does it go it <laughs> I, I don't want to sing it but basically it's such a good song it calls out a ton of like popular music at that time okay um is it like 1985 but in a newer version uh yeah i guess so here i'll okay. i'll like read you the i'll read you the chorus so you can know how much of a bop this is and i'm okay. just bringing this up because this is 2002 it's just the best of times okay so this mm-hmm. is the chorus Oops, I got 99 problems singing bye, bye, bye. Hold up. If you want to go and take a ride with me, better hit me up, baby, one more time. Paint a picture for you and me on the days when we were young, singing on top of our lungs in 2002. But, like, you know, it goes, oops, I got 99 problems singing bye, bye, bye. Hold up. If you want to go take a ride with me. Like, it's, like, all these, like, shout outs to, like, 2002 songs. It's so good. We'll have to check it out. Check out that song. Um, but I, I bet like the the real uh, explanation is that uh, this woman, one of the people of M2M, were like, "Well, we need to have her have at least five lines." Yeah, so we she's need some lines. Exactly, computers. you're right. Yeah, it would have been better if it was Jack. Give Jack something. That's true. I agree with this. Yeah, this is that would have been much better and a little bit more believable. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we get like a whole singing moment um where we get to hear this whatever this song is um then joey and charlie are hanging out and uh we find out that the the way that charlie found joey he lies and he's like oh i had to track down the house and track down the owners and blah 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 um no he just asked pc (laughs) it's like a very simple i kind of wish that he really did go through all that effort me too i mean Lindy, there is something to be said for him giving Pacey a call when, like, they really did not have a great history together. So I guess you could say that's a little bold, but it also feels a little easy. 
But I mean, why put in all this difficult work if you have an easy solution to figuring out the answer? Because like, it makes it look like you tried harder. But he did make it look like he tried harder by, <laughs> by lying. lying. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't work. This is, this is true. He typed I, it up in everything, Jess. He did. He did. He typed I I do love the effort of the typing. Mm-hmm. I think it's like... I'm starting to kind of like the fact that Joey is always able to break through all of his BS. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a little enjoyable. I guess I'm almost liking it. It's getting there, I guess. I think, like, this episode and the last episode has kind of gotten me to come around with it. But I think that Joey brings up some really good points, like, when she does call him out, which I enjoy as well. She's not blind to who this guy is and what type of guy he is which yeah i appreciate meanwhile uh chris comes up to audrey um and he tells her oh you look great i've been thinking about you a lot and audrey is trying to like avoid him by being like oh i'm so dehydrated um and of course there's pacey she is super super flustered and like walks away from him and obviously pacey has more than a single brain cell in his head so he like kind of realized something weird is going on um and he kind of like looks at chris who's looking at audrey as she walks away and he just like makes this like frowny face <laughs> um i feel like a pc can kind of never catch a break with like uh women and their what if people <laughs> i guess you don't it's think just, so? When he was life. with Joey, it was like, oh, Dawson was the what if guy. Now that he's like, no, not even really with no, Audrey. No, 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 no. In Joey's defense, she did not give Dawson one think in the entire third season. And it was Pacey who is too, like, sensitive and too, like, paranoid about their relationship. That like Joey did nothing, nothing at all, and he just freaked out at her all the time about Dawson. That's fair. It was more in Pacey's head than it was in reality. Um, so like whether or not it's a real what if or a imagined what if, I feel like Pacey is always plagued by like self doubt and and I think I do, Lindy. I do think this episode does show a fair bit of growth with Pacey, where he's like, you know what, I'm not gonna let the what if push me away this time for sure but (laughs) it's it I do see why it's hard for him to uh you know date Joey and Audrey and they both have this Dawson figure of this perfect guy in their past who was their soulmate I like how he says later like I just I need to find someone without a soulmate like (laughs) yeah cough cough Andy McPhee but truly yes Screaming like, from the rooftop, it's like the show completely <laughs> forgot about her. I Andy McPhee is living her best freaking life in Italy and not hanging out with these idiots. So do we really... do we feel bad for her? No, she probably has this Italian boyfriend who calls her Bella, Bella, Andy. You are Bella. <laughs> she is thriving. I know it. Mm. Like I know. I think that yeah. she's. Like, I think that she probably is going to school in Rome. Like I think that she's just living her best life learning about art and history she's meeting like tons of cute european guys all the cute european guys i think that she's happy 
Remember how happy she was to meet the Frenchers, the two Frenchies? Yes, she had like, a great old time. She's living her best life with the Italians. <laughs> yeah, I think um, so. So I don't feel about eating the pasta. <laughs> Yum. I love pasta. Um. So, uh, yeah, so Charlie's trying to, like, lie to Joey, but she calls him out on it. And uh, so she goes to leave. And he's like, you're not even going to hang out with me? And she's just like, um, no. Like, <laughs> some other people this bothered me so much she was like i'm flattered but that doesn't mean i'm gonna hang out with you why not why not joey (laughs) this boy came to spring break he's clearly into you you're clearly into him like what is the point of saying not now oh i don't want to hang out with you she's really making him work for it he already worked for it i'm just No, yes. and she doesn't owe him anything, but it obviously she's into it. So why does she keep being like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess she could have let him off a little easy, but I didn't I didn't mind it, to be, to be honest. I was like, he kind of deserves a little bit of it. I a liked it bit. only because Joey was seeing playful and like, how often yes. does she seem playful? Never. <laughs> so I kind of liked yeah, it. She's like, like, she always is wet blankety. And so for yeah. once, she wasn't wet blankety. And I was yeah. like, okay, I Her hair was this. reminding me of like that wavy texture <gasps> from when she that... wakes up in the tent. Mm-hmm. Total summer Joey vibes. Yes, this is summer Joey. Summer mm-hmm. Joey is the best Joey. So... With the backless top that we the love. Joey. Yeah. Oh, Joey mm-hmm. is the best Joey tanned and yes. bronzed. Um, Pacey and uh, celebrity Chris are like hanging out in the bathroom, They're just like together. washing their hands next to each other. <laughs> and Chris is like, "Hey, like, how well do you know Audrey?" And Pacey's like, I don't know, "Like pretty well, <laughs> like pretty yeah. well." And he's like, "Um," and he uh, Pacey asks him like, "What are like you know? Did you have like a crush on Audrey from school?" And then. Chris is like, oh great, you don't know her that well because I was her boyfriend for two years. And Pacey's like, oh, uh, that's not what I was told. But also, I like am still into her, so <laughs> that's not a well, good measure that I don't know her well. Yeah, because Chris is like, oh great, you didn't know that information. That obviously means you're not dating. So cool. Um, I just realized like I'm remembering now how much I loved her now that I've I'm seeing her again. Which Lindy, I don't know. How do you feel about this explanation? I feel like if you aren't thinking actively thinking about someone and just seeing them as like, oh yeah, I did love that person, feels like not quite enough to me. I guess maybe I missed this. Why is he here? Did he come here specifically for Audrey? Or was oh, he I think he lives in the area. Here? No. I think, no. MTV brought him here to be at the concert. Oh. And he remembered or he knows that Audrey's family has a beach house. So he went to Audrey's family's beach house to see if she was there. And she was. <laughs> That's a big coincidence if he didn't know. He was just like, oh, I'll check it out. It's all coincidence. All coincidence all yeah. the time. Then, um, I don't know. It seems flimsy that he's just like, oh, yeah, like, now now I want her back. Like, So then is Audrey secretly talking to Chris on the side and told her, like, by the way, I'm going to be in Florida? I don't think that's the case. I don't think so. All right. Then it's a coincidence. Because she seemingly wants to avoid him. So I feel like she wouldn't have been like, hey, I'm going to be here. Um, Yeah, then it's just a coincidence. Yeah. 
so uh, back out on the beach, we see Charlie hitting on just some random girl who is actually Hillary Burton from One Tree Hill. The basketball twins rearing their head on this show again. Oh, Lindy, were you not thrilled to see this scene? This is why I'm here. This is why I'm here for this episode. <laughs> reason. Okay. I don't know. I just I thought that okay. this was the singer again. No. So Chad Michael Murray, we've talked about, plays Lucas Scott on Basketball Twins, One Tree Hill. Sure. Hillary Burton plays Peyton on One Tree Hill, who is like both a love interest to Wait Lucas a minute. And- I thought Peyton was blonde. She was, she is blonde, yeah. Okay. Her hair is a different color here, but yeah, yes, okay. it, this is Peyton and Lucas, of course, in a different earlier version, but it's just yeah. such a thrill to watch this and see them if you've seen One Tree Hill. It's just so funny that this happened. I wonder if I would have recognized her if she was blonde. I just I, thought I that mean, this was a brunette The curls girl. are still there. I do think in One Tree Hill, her curls are a lot bigger um i feel like maybe she started the curly girl method like between shows or something but uh she in my opinion she has some of the best curls on television are they an item um wait on one tree hill mm-hmm. yeah at one point at one point Peyton there's a lot of are like one of the major one of the major love interest things i won't spoil anything but they're yeah, yeah. Think- if you know how incestuous the creek creeps are it's yeah. just as incestuous on one tree hill dbk oh, sure. did tell me that recently yeah yeah it's a you very guys have show. to watch it oh my gosh but like in what means are we watching basketball there's twins? so many seasons oh oh's shows tommy oh yeah uh it might be rearing its ugly head soon just so that we can talk about basketball twins one day you have to (laughs) how much okay like what's the percentage of basketball and drama um like 99 percent drama it's less sports than friday night lights is oh okay that's having recently finished friday night lights i will say the sports are less a part of the show than they were in friday night lights where it was like all so much football too much okay now one tree hill that sounds like an address isn't it a dress (laughs) uh the town hill is the town right the town is called tree hill one tree hill is the name of a song and all the episodes are named after songs and so so is the show they do mention it one time uh, like they use the phrase one tree hill like there's only one tree hill but (laughs) Uh oh but okay so it's like okay so the town is called tree hill and what state does it live in? North Carolina. Yes. Oh, where they actually did film. Yeah. Because okay. it's a big basketball, you know, I guess. Oh, the Tar Heels. Place. I think that's a Tar Heel thing. Tar Heel? It's like a sport. It's UNC. like a college thing. That's the UNC um, yeah. mascot or whatever. Yeah. They have like blue on heels. Yeah. Duke and UNC are big like basketball schools, I think. <laughs> there you go. Sports. This was your sports corner for the sports. podcast. Yeah. Sports. Okay. Moving on from the sports talk. Um, so, yeah. So, he's hitting on uh, whatever this character's name is. Hillary. Hillary. Burton. Her name is Hillary. Oh, right. Billy it calls is Hillary. That. Yes, you're right, Lindy. Yes. And it's very, very funny because he's hitting on her. Joey walks up um, and she's like, oh, he's just being modest. He didn't tell you his name, did he? So, she whispers to the girl, 
And um, it's so funny. She's like, oh, he grew up way hotter than I expected him to be. And apparently she told this girl that he was one of the Hanson brothers, like the littlest one. <laughs> I don't know why she was like, if I hooked up with him, that would be so embarrassing. Why would it be embarrassing? He's if you think he's hot. Star. That sounds great. Yeah, if he's hot now, then why do you care? What a funny anecdote. <laughs> I didn't understand either. I was like, well, why would that? make her not want to hook up with him if she like imagine you're like making out with this guy and he just goes mm, bop like come on <laughs> that's a great Wait. story no that's the worst story you don't <laughs> know that's I've a good story that's, that's, a, that's a great thing. anecdote like that is a great like icebreaker thing i one time made out <laughs> with the youngest brother in hansen and he did mm, bop while we made out that's a perfect anecdote that's so embarrassing for him, though. But... Exactly, but it's not embarrassing for you. Hmm. Is it embarrassing for Dawson to be on hour 11 of this drive and still be talking about his story with Joey? Yeah. Is it hour 11? They well, no, because they're only going yet. to New York, so and they haven't even decided to go to from Florida yet. Right. Maybe hour, hour two. But I will say, like, the cutscenes were also very distracting because it cut to the montage before it cut to Dawson and Oliver. And so I was like, wait a minute, why is there? <laughs> why are I saw my <laughs> I thought my stream malfunctioned. I was like, oh, we got to rewind. I missed something. But no, it just cuts right to the It's scenes. so awkward. And apparently this made Oliver cry. Um, he says, oh, it's so sad. Um, and uh, he, so Oliver asked Dawson, like, how do you want it to end? And Dawson says, oh, all I care about is that she's happy. Which, Sarah, can I just say, I'm over people saying this in movies and television. I just want you to be happy. That's such a lie. That's such a lie. Ooh, so what do people want? They just want people. Like, I want there to be self, happy with me. Everyone's self-satisfying. Yeah. Saying. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just kind of annoyed with this trope of this, like this being a phrase of like, I just want her to be happy. Um, but Lindy, what do we think of Oliver's idea? Uh, it should end tragically 10 years from now. She'll pass you in the street. You're penniless and pathetic. <laughs> and uh, after you, <laughs> and you run after her, but she thinks you're some crazy bum. And just as you're crossing the street, you get hit by a bus. <laughs> I loved that. I was like, this is, this is great. What a story. Great Sign story me up for Dawson getting hit by the bus. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't want that to actually happen, but I thought it was hilarious that Oliver was so annoyed. He was like, geez, Louise, like <laughs> this should end tragically because he's thinking in terms of the story and that would yeah. apparently make it better in his mind. Yeah. And Dawson says, you have a problem with endings, which we already knew because Dawson had to rewrite Oliver's movie ending. Um, but he has to, again, he's telling him more about the Dawson and Joey saga. Um when we go back to the beach um, and Joey is now getting hit on uh, with, by some guy who says, next time you're in New York, give me a call. I'll hook you up with concert tickets, backstage passes. I was immediately annoyed with um, freaking Charlie for ruining this. I want movie tickets and backstage passes. Like what? Like I could get like this guy's willing to hand them out. You just ruined the whole thing. Well, to be fair, she ruined his hitting on Peyton, so... But he yeah. wasn't going to get concert tickets out of it. Well, he mm. I, did he hear that part? I don't know. <laughs> he just saw it. You know what? I didn't realize this, but Jen was in the background of that scene, like, watching oh, this yeah. interaction. and was giving death stares. <laughs> she's, yeah, like, she's... coughing and staring at them, like... 
yeah. And then Jack runs up to them and he I he's kind of becomes like a woo girl. I don't know what's going on. But he does he could win two weeks in a Miami timeshare. Woo woo! Woo woo! So you gotta say woo 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 woo! woo. <laughs> I kind of I was like, Jack, this is like fun. Like I love you being a woo girl. This is the moment where I was like, Jack is so funny. Like I want more of him. I yeah. agree with you. In these moments when Jack is having fun, he's the best. And I loved him because it felt like old times with him and Jen. Like when he was doing the woo woo to like her, I was like, yeah, Jen, give him a woo woo. Like you guys yeah, can raise, And Jen. he was raising the roof. Woo-woo. He was. Um, and also Lindy, I really. You got it. Woo woo. Yeah. You have to. Oh, I. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so bad because now it's forced. <laughs> yeah. Woo woo. Woo-woo. Oh, that was good. Did yeah. I do it? I don't think your heart was in it, but <laughs> I was nervous. I wanted it to sound good and a very okay. half-hearted woo-woo. woo-woo! Oh, oh, that, that was, was great. Much better. There that we go. And you raised the roof. There we <laughs> go. Um, but also one of my favorite lines from this moment is when Charlie's like, Oh, is this guy bothering you? And he goes, Go away, dude. And Charlie, as soon as the guy walks away, Joey turns to Charlie and she's just like go away dude like she can't believe that that's what he said to him and, and something about the way katie holmes read that line cracked me up <laughs> but no she was way. making eyes at him after this this was yeah. this worked for her it worked she did the like she did the like once over like up down and then eye roll and then walked away and i was kind of here for it that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. beach joey is so fun summer joey She's got jokes. She's got attitude. She uh, is really into somebody saying, go away, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. Uh, Pacey runs up to Audrey, who's like sitting on a truck and is like, you lied to me. Why'd you lie to me? Yeah. Drama, drama, drama. Uh, drama. And she was like, well, we were trying to DTR to find the relationship and if I told you then you would have like it would have ruined everything and we wouldn't have had fun and then Pacey's like well what like we're having fun now Audrey apologizes she's like I messed up um and I guess like he kind of like pushes and she admits that like her and Chris dated and he was like her Dawson which I do think you guys are right it's kind of like a like a like a trigger word for him. I don't think this is the word you say to Pacey. I don't think you ever say to him. Yeah, I think oh, that, that guy was, was my Dawson. Yeah, and 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 also Lindy. On top of the fact that she says that, I feel like she doubles down when she says it was like breaking up with him was the hardest thing I've had to do. And every once in a while, I wonder if I made the wrong decision. And this is just like, oh no 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 no. Yeah. This was too honest. Like she's been lying yeah. a lot, and now she was like, "I'll oh, just tell him everything." He was my Dawson, and you're right. That word, I was like, "Nope, that that's bad." Pacey, Pacey's not going to handle this well. He's been through this before, and it does not look good. Yeah, yeah I there's like a fine line. Like I think we need to find like the perfect medium about straight freaking lying and then being too honest in that moment. Yeah, it's uh, and I felt like immediately we could see it in PC's face. Like he, like he almost does this like little smirk. Um, like I, okay, maybe this is like just me reading into it, but I almost feel like PC is just like oh again, like you know what I yeah. mean? Like you could see it in his face. Like 
he's just like, I should have known. Like I should, I should have known, like I should have been prepared for this. Um, but, but Audrey says, Oh, are you mad at me? And he says, no, I'm not mad. Like, why would I be mad? And she says, you're freaking me out. He says, this is supposed to be fun. No strings attached. Lying is for people who are in serious relationships. And you and I were never that serious. And I think this is honestly like, this is really rude of him to say and really mean of him to say Sarah, but I feel like the reason he says it is because like, well, she hurt him by saying like, he was my Dawson. So he's like, well, fine. Then I'm going to pretend like I don't care and hurt yeah. you back by saying this. Yeah, I think so too. I think that this is where he starts putting up his defenses and, you know, like pasty can get mean sometimes, uh, especially when he feels like he's being like backed into a corner or threatened. So yes. I think that it wasn't, I, I mean, it just like it's when he started feeling defensive and obviously he's been burned by this before. So um, and not even necessarily burned, but it's kind of like, like I said earlier, like this is what he's sensitive about. So, um, yeah, it's just like a little too close to home. And he decided that uh, he it's like bothering him so much that he decided to get advice from Joey, which. I thought, like, this was an interesting conversation. I mean, it's a, uh, maybe an uncomfortable one to have with an ex, but I don't know. They, they, I, it's, it's, was interesting. Yeah. So this seems to be like the next day, Lindy, because it's light out at this point. Um, what did you make of this conversation between Joey and PC? Because, like, you mentioned earlier, we do feel like this season is a little off in that feels like they're just like like pretending they never dated um but uh pacey says like oh i did the right thing um and he says back in the day old school pacey would deal with a complicated love triangle he'd dive right in get bloodied up and still lose the girl in the end anyway but joey's trying to say it's not the same um and uh pacey calls the phrase he's my dawson his personal kryptonite Mm -hmm. um so what do you make of this conversation lindy again it's just like too casual between them like they had this really intense you know connected connection and relationship and it ended intensely and they're just this conversation is way too casual like they're i love how supportive they are of each other and like encouraging and trying to help the other you know with their relationship problems so I like that but again it's like there's nothing between them and it doesn't make sense I mean it's true it's it I just wish I agree that uh I don't know it's maybe just like too soon it's like they're acting like there's like five years after their relationship but then again isn't it better than them like ignoring each other the whole time which is yeah i mean what she did with dawson i do like that even if they're not talking about like the intensity of their relationship that they do act like they did have one and like joey tries to say like oh well i had a dawson do you see me with him today no he's a part of her past um and pacey i feel like makes a a point of like well dawson is no one's past like uh, he says, I'm looking for a woman who has no soulmate to speak of. No soulmate and smallish feet, which is... What was that? 
quite a weird like is, does he have a secret Ex- foot fetish excuse me <laughs> he says i want a woman with no soulmate and smallish feet so okay so then who has the big feet around here is i mean it- joey is tall so generally she- speaking the taller you are the bigger your feet are okay does, is-, is he saying that audrey has big feet no he's saying she has an, a soulmate <laughs> She probably has huh. small feet, but she also has a soulmate. I'm sure that there's some creepy website that's like, what size is everybody's like feet? Oh, there's definitely like a wiki feet thing. But All why right. are these his requirements? No soulmate and smallish feet. Where did that come from? He has a okay, apparently Busy Phillips, according to how tall <laughs> no. is dot org. No, it's how tall is dot org. It she apparent busy Phillips has a size eight shoe. That's average. That's average for a it's very yeah. average. Okay, let's look, look for up Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Katie, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Katie Holmes wears a size nine and a half or ten. Um, Katie apparently how tall is is ten and a half. Oh, she wears bigger shoes than I do. Oh, what's wow? Uh, so this was a seems like a dig at. Katie Holmes slash Joey. Yeah. <laughs> she got big feet. What's um what? what's uh Andy's name? Uh the actress Meredith Monroe. Monroe. Yeah, Meredith Monroe. Let's see. I don't know if she She wears a size eight, I'm gonna yeah, say. She's not famous enough to make it. <gasps> okay, oh, while no! we're okay, while you're there though, I think it's worth looking up uh uh Jen because Pacey was kind of Almost he almost had her. sex with her. Michelle Williams, what size feet does she have? Probably, she, I'm going to say seven and a half or an eight. She's an eight, yeah. Yes. I'm yes. Really good at this game. Not to brag, but. <laughs> You're good at guessing people's shoe size. Yeah. That's not a brag, Jess. Oh, she's my half birthday buddy. <laughs> she's, I'm sorry, what? She's you my have... half birthday buddy. Doesn't that mean that you share a birthday? No, sh- we share half birth. Well, no. <laughs> I know it doesn't make any sense. If no, you no, share no. a half birthday, you no, share a birthday. Opposite. So she, I'm March 9th and she's September 9th. We're half birthday buddies. That doesn't like, make sense. Their half birthday is the other person's birthday half and birthday. vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're half birthday buddies. What Me? a Sarah, that's not can I just okay. It is a for thing. the people in the back. Nicole, a half birthday is not a thing. It yeah, is it a is. half thing. It is. It's a half thing? That I will say. It's a half that thing. I will, yeah. Yeah, it is a, a thing. thing. And um, it, she is my half birthday buddy as well as TikTok Nicole. Like, TikTok Nicole and I always wish each other a half birthday because we're half birthday buddies. You're just wow. jealous that you don't have a half birthday buddy. She does somewhere in the world. Yeah. Maybe you just need to find your half birthday buddy and then you would like it. What anyway. are you calculating? Are you, I'm just figuring like, out how the, to get us back on track. The wheels about were turning there. I know. Well, there's a lot of wheels in my head, and they actively turn. Anyway, Joey gives uh, Pacey the advice of like, listen, you should. You, they, you like each other. Open yourselves up to the possibility you might need each other, and maybe you might fall in love. And so Pacey, of course, has to veer off subject and bring up Charlie. Um, and she's like, no, I don't even like him. And Pacey, Pacey knows. Pacey's like, you're flirting, you're laughing, the singing, which what's, oh, the singing on stage. Okay. Um, and she says, oh, I like him, but like in a stupid, fun way, we can never have a serious future. And I love, love, love that Pacey says what we've all been saying, which is like, who cares about the future? Like I'm talking about right now. 
Spring break. Spring break. Woo woo. Yeah. Woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Pacey points out that like he came all the way to see you. He called me in order to find out where you were. Um, and she's like, maybe he's just an idiot though. And he's like, maybe he is, but why don't you go find out? Um, so Joey's like smirking. And again, I do like this conversation because sometimes I do think it's helpful if you're, if you're, if you feel like you can, and you're like in a good place with an ex, it can be really helpful to get feedback from an ex because it's like, well, it didn't work out between us. So, but I, but I still know who you are as a human being. Okay. Lindy looks like, I don't know who's getting feedback from their ex and enjoying it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is helpful. I think it's possible. Not obviously in every situation. Sarah, what do you think? I just like can't imagine myself getting into the situation where I was like, hey, uh, tell me how I slept in our previous relationship. <laughs> okay, exactly. not like that. Oh, God. Like, tell me what I could have done better. Why did we break up? Is it because I'm whiny? Is it because I never did the dishes when it's I said I would? It's because you celebrate a half birthday. Look, <laughs> it's a thing, and I'm sorry that I know what my half birthday is. I don't know what mine is. Well, it's really like easy to problem. figure out. I, well, I probably could figure it out. Anyway, um, and then we get again, Lindy, with these ridiculous like montages that we just jump into a montage. Wait, hold on. Yes, it's February 11th. Or 10th? What's your birthday? The 10th or the 11th? The fact that I even have to tell 10th. It's the 10th. It's the 10th. Yeah. It was yesterday. You missed your own half birthday, oh, loser. Oh, it! You're a freaking loser. You forgot your own half birthday. I missed my half birthday. Yeah. So now, you, now that you're upset, you realize it's important. Yeah. Um. More that it's so unimportant that I didn't even realize it was my half birthday. I just think that you are ashamed and embarrassed. So the should most... I be telling, should I have expected gifts? Half gifts, yeah. Half, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like half a cake. Uh, and a half a cake. Yeah, okay. it's very, it's fun. We used to, um, at school, we used to wrap half of our friends' lockers on half I'm gonna, birthdays. okay, predictions. I'm going yeah. to um, send a message to my husband right now. Yeah. And tell him yesterday was my half birthday. Yeah. And I expect something. And I want you both to predict what the hell he's going to reply to that. Um, He is a supportive husband and he would be into it. And he loves giving gifts. So I think that he would be into it. Okay. I'm yep. writing. Apparently yesterday was my half birthday. And now I feel like I missed out on gifts and or cake. Yeah. Half a cake. Half a half cake. A, half a cake. Half okay. a cake. Half yeah. a cake. I'm writing a correction. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Lindy, we'll when's your says. half birthday? Uh, December 1st. Yeah, she knew it like that. And guess what? My dad's birthday was December 1st. So you what? were half birthday buddies with my dad. Oh and my, my grandma, actually. <laughs> and my That's grandma. so sweet. Yeah, both. I have my grandma on my mom's side and my dad are half birthday buddies with you. That's awesome. I know. <sighs> wow. Um, back to Dawson and Oliver. They're gassing up. Um, what is that not a thing you say? <laughs> what they're gassing up, they're gassing up. They're ga Wait, hold on, there's somebody behind them where their entire engine is like smoking up. <laughs> I saw speed, and I know for a fact that that's not good. 
<laughs> so anyway, they decide that they're going to go to Florida. That's the long and the short of it, right? Yeah, they decide they're going to go to Florida. Um, they're going to yeah. reschedule this meeting, and they're going to drive all the way down to Florida. And Oliver said, "Great Caesar's ghost, let's go." I've got five million problems with this. So, <laughs> first of all, why can't okay? Dawson and Joey talk all the time. Why can't he just do this meeting and then talk to her later? Like, yes. First What's of all, the urgency. Well, right. actually, I know what it is because it's like these two are just like such big film buffs that they want the cinematic, like chasing after the girl, it's the chasing the girl, yeah, experience. Okay, well, yeah, that would be dramatic and exciting, but I, I also thought it was hilarious how Oliver was like. Why don't you just hang your balls out there and tell her? <laughs> like- <laughs> I don't, okay, hold on. Let's think about this. Does I don't think hanging your balls out helps the situation. That might you, be creepy. You know what? It just it, it, it means you're help. being vulnerable. Yeah. Not literally. Okay, that's what you're saying. Should not be a literal thing. Oh no, <laughs> but I, okay. no, you shouldn't literally do that, okay. especially to Joey. But yeah, Joey was like, "Why are you doing that? That's not but, what I signed up for." Please, sir, put some pants on. It's just an interesting on. phrase. Um, I yeah. I guess I would expect that from Oliver. He's an interesting guy. But um, okay, I do have a I do have a reply is. from my husband. What's that? Um, he sent me a single emoji, and it is like the face melty emoji. Wait, oh, I don't even so... know what that means, though. I think, I think that the means face like... melty emoji is like, oh, you're killing me, kind of thing. Is that what it is? And, okay, can we get words from Will? I know. Okay, that uh, he's kind of a quiet guy, but can't we get like a few you words? Maybe explain the emoji. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Your feelings around it. Um, we cut to the next scene and. Charlie is practicing surfing on the beach. He is not in the water. And, of course, Joey has something to say about that. She negs him a little bit. Or she's supposed to be surfing in the but water. But she's beach Joey. She has the wavy hair. Yeah. I mean, she looks amazing. She's and beach Joey. Joking, and they're being all cutesy. Yeah. And then she gets to sand surf. Yeah. And then we get, like, this montage where we have um jen is poor jen stuck in bed with tons of tissues jack is um putting like uh liquor in his coffee um pc is just like wandering around um dawson is driving so we get a nice little montage there and then we get a conversation between jack and jen and as usual jen is here to bring jack back into like the reality of the situation and she's just like, hey, you've been, like, drinking a lot. Like, I put you to bed last night. You passed out. Um, and he's like, oh, great. You're going to, like, lecture me on spring break. And she says, no, this isn't about how much you drink. I've been watching you. And it seems like you're drinking to forget something. Is there something you want to talk about? Sarah, how do you feel about, like, how did Jen address this? Like, was this, did she not do it the correct way? Or do you like the way she? Uh, uh, no, I think it was direct enough. And I think, like, she wasn't. I like that she pointed out, like, I'm not shaming you for drinking. I'm, I wish that she said, I'm worried about you, but essentially that's what she was saying. I don't have a problem with how Jen approached it. What about you, Lindy? Did she, do you think she said this like a little bit too directly? I don't think so because it was, it was clear that she was saying like, I'm not judging you. I just, I, 
like do you want to talk about anything but he is just not open to that with her right now unfortunately receptive to what it. was she supposed to do I don't yeah know. and i think i think part of the problem is i feel like he feels like she's gonna judge him when he tells her about school and i think that's the problem because yeah. she is the one who delivered his meal when he was like on probation right like and she was like hounding him a lot about focusing on school and not the fraternity and all of that and i think this is already a, a sore point with them, a sore spot of like conversation with them. And I think that's probably why he didn't want to talk about it with her. But I, I agree with you both. I don't think she approached it in a, a bad way. I feel like she approached mm -hmm. it in a very gen way. I think that their relationship too, took too much of a hit in the last few months for Jack to be comfortable with opening up with her. Um, I think that just like the struggles that they've been through, yeah, um, just too many hiccups, and he didn't feel comfortable to talk it out with her. Um, Jen then is in the kitchen making more tea, and Joey comes in with her beachy hair, and this is uh, probably my favorite part of the episode because I think that it finally came to a head of not only. Uh, Joey seeing Charlie but also the fact that Jen was seeing Dawson and I feel like we're all waiting for the shoe to drop on this drama and oh baby did it drop yeah um because basically Jen is just like oh you spent the day with Charlie and Joey says oh is it okay with you she says yeah it is I just don't know why you'd want to waste your time and uh jen says that's how he reels you in trust me i've been there and joey says well i'm gonna go with my instincts my instincts are are saying you're probably not the best person to advise me on this particular situation and lindy my instinct is that jen is the exact right person to advise her in this situation um it's a little awkward but uh, jen has been there Yes, but clearly this is about the Dawson thing. Like, yes. if this was, if Dawson, if that aspect wasn't a thing, if Jen never dated him, like, Joey would listen to Jen's opinion about Charlie, I think. Ex At no, least exactly. more than this. Like, <laughs> Joey says as much because um, J uh, Jen says, like, I just don't want you to get hurt by him, which Jen is being a really, like, I understand, like, it's awkward, but Jen is being a good friend, like, trying to warn her, like, hey, you know, don't forget. Um, and Joey says, it's not like you've ever had my feelings in mind before. What were your instincts telling you when you slept with Dawson? And it's like, ooh, ah, ooh. Like, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's really like that. It's like, ooh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I kind of loved it. I, I mean, I hate that these two are never able to get to the same place of being friends. But I do love, like, the drama is there the and it will there, not yeah. go away. Well, yeah, because then Joey, like, again, Joey can be, uh, I mean, we saw this ever since season one that, yep. like, Joey brings her snark out a lot around Jen specifically. And so she says, because uh, Jen's like, oh, I knew this was going to be an issue. Joey says, but you went ahead with it anyway. And I didn't say anything. So why don't you have the same courtesy for me right now? And I'm like, oh, Oh, there is like so many years of resentment between the two of these girls. Yeah, they and it, it really doesn't help that they have the same exact like type for guys, and yeah. that once again it's very incestuous. They both have dated or at least kissed the same guys. 
Uh, and the yeah. fact that like the other one hasn't had anything of their own where the other person has left them alone. Yeah. It's it's it gets competitive and it's been competitive. And I think that like especially when Jen is like I don't know. I think that there's like a layer of like this person really hurt me and if you a little bit of you even like cares about me or is my friend then you would just stay away from him out of respect for me and our friendship and like you know and why are you not listening to me and like listening to the fact that like this is not a good guy like that's what Jen side is and Joey has always been dismissive of Jen and Jen's opinions and Jen's friendship and her reaching out and I mean I understand where Joey's coming from where she's like my relationship is different than your relationship with this guy and I don't know it's really hard like I'm like wavering between like siding with Jen and being like Joey's always been an asshole to Jen but also Joey's like Joey's like go out and do what you want to do you don't have to answer to anybody I think it's different though because with Dawson Dawson wasn't someone who was gonna like cheat on either one of them right like I think there's there is a bit of a difference here um and Joey like you said Joey is always a bit of a dick to Jen and um joey says like i don't even know what he means to me yet what does he mean to you and jen says nothing and joey says then why do you care so much well the answer is because jen doesn't want you to get hurt right like she's being a decent human being and warning you whereas i think lindy in joey's mind again joey can be a bit like standoffish and snobby at times and i truly think in joey's head she's like "Mm, charlie wouldn't do that to me though like maybe he'd do it to you but either maybe she's maybe i'm like reading into it too much but at the very least she's thinking he's changed he won't do it again he's learned his lesson you know what i mean no i can totally see that joey being like oh well you know this happened to jen but that's jen like me and Charlie have got this thing going it's exciting like it's fun and so I see why she would think like like it's not gonna turn out badly uh for me but it's just yeah it's unfortunate that she and Jen can just never really get on the same page like they can never truly work it out between them so I can see where Joey just isn't in a place where she would take this like correct advice from Jen yeah yeah I wonder if it came from anybody else if Joey would listen more intently or is it that Joey just thinks that she knows best always I think I think there are degrees where it could I think it does partly matter who it comes from um in that it coming from Jen is like never gonna really work with Joey um but I still think Joey is very much a person who does what she wants um but we've seen like people get in her head about Charlie before where she like gave him the cold shoulder because of a conversation she had with with Jen like you know what I mean like it's happened before but I think she's to the point where she's not going to listen to anything about Charlie's past because in her mind uh, that's a different Charlie this is a new Charlie a new and improved Charlie 
but exactly. also like Pacey told her to go for it. Basically. Exactly. Mm, yeah. and that's what she wanted to hear. So she's going to go for it. <laughs> exactly. She was looking for the advice that she wanted to hear. Exactly. Uh, Charlie was there the whole time. And yep. Pe- uh, she just like Joey just runs off and he follows. And then yeah. we have um, we're back to nighttime and Audrey is looking over the pool and uh, this guy, Chris, is like a little handsy with her. Yeah, he says, I missed your freckles. Um, he said the sniffly girl. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> that, was, that was funny. That was funny. It doesn't even get a name. The sniffly girl uh, told me where you were. Uh, and she says, you could have any freckle you wanted in the world, Mr. Movie Star in Training. Um, and uh, yeah, Chris does say, I, I sometimes I wonder what would have happened if I followed you to Boston. Would we still be together? Um, and Audrey says, we're different people now. I'm different. And Chris says, you don't seem different, just a little sad. Um, and he says, sometimes I wish we were still in high school. It was just a lot easier. And they kiss. And just at that moment, everybody is spying on everybody this episode. <laughs> um, first, Jen was spying. Then we had Charlie spying. And now we have Pacey spying. And um, Sarah, I, I know what your opinion is already going to be, but I can't help but ask. What did you think of the fact that Pacey had brought carnations, red and white, for Audrey? Oh, it makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so bad. Don't I even bring it. the flowers. Don't even bring the flowers, to be honest with you. Uh, she's a carnation hater, Lindy. Carnations. Uh, what if that's all he could find at the beach? I, then bring a shell. I don't know. <laughs> It's so bad. What did he get so her? Nasty. Remind. Oh, he bought her like a cupcake, like a, a ding dong when they were at the. Yeah. At that That's a better present. Hotel or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not a flower gal. Um, I like the gesture. I, you know, I like. I don't. I'm, it was I don't like four it. flowers. Like it wasn't even it was a like two. <laughs> no. It yeah. It was so only bad. a couple. It was. A, it was a few. It was red and white. Yeah. Um, but he gets there just in time to see them kissing um why would and, audrey do this like why is audrey kissing him because she's confused she's wondering what if like did i make a yeah. mistake should i have stayed with chris yeah i just feel like audrey like don't don't kiss him but she feels bad about it right away like she's like looking really sad about it as pacey walks away in the background I think it's like, yeah, I think it's she's sad. She's confused. She's lonely. Uh, She's been told by Pacey this is just a casual thing. No strings attached. And there she has a guy in front of her saying, I want to be with you. I've missed you. And I think that's really appealing to her. Um, And like you said, she has this what if in the back of her mind. I think it makes a ton of sense for her to kiss him. Um, So then we're down at the beach uh, with Charlie and Joey hanging out by a fire. He says, you look really beautiful. He goes to kiss her. Um, and she turns him down and she says, I should go. Uh, she says, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't even know who you are, Charlie. All this stuff I know for sure is all bad. Um, and he says, we had an amazing day. The only reason you're questioning it is because of Jen. And Joey says, yeah, that's a big part of it. And I wanted to be like, of course it's a big part of it. You fucking cheated on one of the people that's like in her Creek Creek group, Charlie. Yep. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Um, but he says, I did a terrible thing. I wish I'd never done it, but it doesn't define me, Joey. It's not all that I am. Come on. Haven't you ever hurt anybody? I mean, she has. Yeah, she has. I'm going to be so pissed. I know for a fact they're going to get together and I know he's going to cheat on her. And it's just like, you dirty, dirty dog. Like, I just feel that that's coming. Oh, my, my favorite part of this was when he asked her, like, 
haven't you ever heard anybody she looks so deep in thought and like pauses for a long time the she's probably thinking time. she's having a flashback she's oh, having a montage she's currently having a montage about like who she hurt Definitely. i bet that they probably had like a montage ready for this and they're like oh we gotta cut it for time we gotta cut it <laughs> one too many montages <laughs> one too many montages um but she says she's gonna help him put up his tent outside because he's definitely not sleeping with her um and then we get this scene um where dawson arrives in the dead of night and jack is up on the pergola just standing up there drunk and he does another woo woo check me out dude woo uh and dawson's like hey man be careful and jack says hey look i can fly and dawson's like hey maybe you should come down and jack says i'll be right down looks at the pool and falls like flat in like big old belly flop into this pool that doesn't look deep no. and i was like immediately panicking because i again i don't remember seasons five and six that well and i was like oh my god is he gonna get like actually hurt <laughs> like, i didn't think he was gonna die oh, but i was okay. very concerned for like his health yeah i was nervous too because he seems like he's in such a bad spot right now and like my first thought was the fact that like i mean his sister has struggled with mental health his mother has struggled with mental health like like i said jack is going through a really hard time right now and it, to me it looked like he was having like suicidal thoughts and i was really nervous for him in this moment um i also didn't think that he was going to die but like he could certainly have gotten really hurt and i think that like there's just like a loss of value with him in his life that's how he feels right now because yeah. he's failing out of school he doesn't have a significant other he just left the fraternity like he's feeling like in very very lost and this conversation with dawson for me was really sad because he's just like i feel like i ruined my life and i don't know where i went wrong and yeah. it's just like really sad to see someone that I really care about being in so much pain and agony. And he's so young, right? Like he's like 18, 19 years old. Like he has his entire life ahead of him. He didn't ruin his life in any sort of way. Yeah. I really like this because for some people, the transition from high school to college isn't easy. It's very challenging. And I like Jack as a representative of, of that. Um, I my only like tiny nitpick is like I just wish he had been a little more present in some of the episodes leading up to this because to Lindy's point earlier it does feel like all of a sudden this episode it's like everything is happening Um, but there are like tiny breadcrumbs along the way of like the struggles he's been having Um, and he says like it's really hard I didn't think it was going to be this hard my life college I'm failing out of school Um, it's it's really sad because he like he says i you know i i haven't read any of the material i'll never be able to catch up um and dawson says we're going to help you in any way we can and jack who's like still very drunk in the moment is like um oh it's a great line i know we say it to each other all the time dawson your dad died but you know what you're going to be okay you're going to get through it we're going to help you and i i do like lindy that this conversation is happening with dawson um i think 
he's probably one of the better characters and like the, the closeness that Jack and Dawson have developed uh, ironically is very tight considering the fact that like there was the rivalry between them with Joey way back in the day. Um, but I like that they've developed this like friendship where Jack feels like he can confide in Dawson about not just the school stuff, but then Toby's got a new boyfriend and kind of all of the struggles he's been going through. Yeah, I but I was honestly worried when Jack uh, brought that up about Dawson's dad. I was like, oh, my gosh, like it, it's it seemed like, you know, he's saying like, oh, well, we said it was going to be OK, but like that's that's not true. And I was worried how Dawson would react, but he was actually like, no, like that made all the difference, like having you guys help me out. Um yeah. I do I do like their friendship a lot and you know this scene it, yeah it's really sad like I and also relatable just Jack is so overwhelmed by everything it just feels like everything is so wrong he wants to just rewind everything I can definitely relate to that yeah but you know what I was thinking about this you know Dawson wasn't supposed to be on this trip he shows up unexpectedly like no one knew he was coming he just decided to do this and he essentially like saves Jack's life um yeah and you know Dawson was saying like I've just got this feeling like I need to come talk to Joey but like maybe this feeling was like I need to come save Jack's life that's a really (laughs) really good call because especially because like let's think back on like remember the summer that like Dawson spent with Jack and Jen like all together right the three of them hanging out and building bonds and like him and Jack have been close they painted together that one whole summer like I feel like it hasn't been um as on screen uh, probably but like there have been references to them getting closer and so I I that's a really really good call with me like that that uh, maybe that's what he was being called for was to help Jack um so jack is really upset he is i gotta say chris smith is a really good uh crying actor i feel like he does a really good job when he has to cry you think Um, so i thought it was a little weak i liked it (laughs) i mean not that i liked it but i felt like i don't know i think he does a good job it's okay yeah um so then we have pacey and audrey they're gonna make up um they're like audrey says that where the road we're on is not good um and uh he tries to interrupt her and she says will you give a girl a minute (laughs) i'm not so good with this vulnerable thing she says i want to be your girlfriend officially and exclusively and uncasually and i want you to want the same thing and he says i do i wanted to tell you that all day i was waiting for my moment Uh, and he asks her to be his girlfriend and she says yes and they kiss and so they have made up um again part of me being the person who like overly communicates and is very blunt is like well we could have had this conversation earlier in the day (laughs) yeah but i do think that she needed to just like get closure with chris and maybe she like she needed the kiss like maybe she like kissed chris and was like you know what like i feel more kissing pacey and like more passion and more feelings than i do towards chris and like she like had this high school boyfriend that she put up on a pedestal and is like this is the yeah. perfect guy and we had the perfect relationship and he was the perfect boyfriend and I like that she kind of realized like no like I I like Pacey I want to be with Pacey I want to be his girlfriend I want to yeah. like I like our life together so maybe she really did need to have that kiss with Chris to realize what she really wants yeah um, the next morning, PC wakes up and Dawson is there. Uh, and he says, "Have you been?" Like, well, yeah. and he, Dawson says, "You don't seem surprised to see me." 
Um, and Paisy knows right away that he's there to find Joey. And he says, if you think, if you're here because you think you and Joey are whatever you're thinking, this is a bad idea. Um, and, uh, he says, you got to give it up. The thing you guys do to each other, the heroes of bad timing, you've got to give that up. It's over. And Dawson says, no, it's not. But Pacey is like, how, well, how many times are you going to do this to yourself? How many times are you going to keep coming back? And Dawson says, until there's nothing to come back for. And Pacey says, what if I was to tell you that there is nothing to come back for? And Dawson says, I could feel it. I could, I, I know you don't believe anything. That's fine. You're the cynic. I'm the idealist. It's how we work. When I feel something this strong is pulling me, I have to act on it. Um, and Lindy, I think you're spot on with like, maybe what was pulling him to Florida was Jack, not, not uh, Joey. Yeah, I don't really think that's what the show is like telling us, but, but I, I did, like it. I did read it that way. And I thought I was like, oh, like, yeah, I, I like viewing it that way. Yeah. Um, Because obviously, like, it, it doesn't work out here with uh, Dawson and Joey. Like, she just, you know, has spent all this time with Charlie and is starting something with him. So this is another moment of bad timing. Like, it's true. Like, there's nothing here right now. Yeah, but Dawson I, and Joey have terrible timing. I do think it's silly for Pacey to be like, you got to give it up. Like, it's over. Like, okay, come on, Pacey. You really think that, like, Dawson and Joey can never have another shot again? Like... <laughs> Do you think that this was a little bit of sabotage by Pacey? I don't know. Like, you know, we're, we're, of course, he just had this great moment with you know, Audrey and all these things, but our narrative just has been, oh, like maybe Pacey still somewhere in the back of his head is thinking about Joey. Yeah. And this would be like ultimate saboteur moves. Yeah. I think, okay. I, I, I do like, I could, that's one way to read it for sure. I also think the other move is like, well, obviously because Audrey can get over her Dawson, which is Chris, Joey can get over you Dawson, who's her Dawson, who's her soulmate. So I think there's like a bit of that in there too, as well as like Dawson is his friend and he's trying to like save him the, the trouble without advertently being like I think he's trying to get Dawson to back off without having to tell Dawson about Charlie but it's not working it gets to the point where he has to just say she's with Charlie so I think he's also trying to like spare his friend's feelings in in a way but there's certainly a way you can read it where he's like uh no like just give it up already like <laughs> um you know but then we get to in Charlie's tent it turns out uh Joey and Charlie slept in the tent uh in the house um, and, uh, apparently it seems like they've been like, uh, Joey has been telling him all about herself all night, uh, seemingly. Um, and, uh, she asks if he wants a break and he says from you never. And she says, oh, you're so good with the one-liners almost too good. Um, and so, uh, yeah, they finally kiss. Yay. <laughs> so enthused. Sarah is enthused. Um, I mean, it was bound to happen. It is what it is. Like, it wasn't the best kiss I've ever seen. It wasn't the worst kiss I've ever seen. I'm honestly kind of prefer it to Audrey and um, and uh, Pacey, like, literally eating each other's faces. So at least there's that. And we get, of course, sad Dawson at the beach. Just staring at the beach. Yeah. Sad, as always. It was so Dawson. It was so funny. So he was barefoot on the beach, staring off into the ocean, contemplating of life. Joey. Like... Yeah. Yep. quintessential Dawson Leary yes how did I get here what am I doing here did I make a mistake uh 
Only Here time we will are. Tell. Do you think we're gonna have one more episode on spring break? I'm kind of hoping. I don't. I don't think so. I feel like no. it's just a one episode thing. Oh man. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I. I feel like it's probably only a one episode thing. Um. But are you ready to hear some feedback from Joy? Um, she says, no, we're not going to space. We're going to Florida for the most underwhelming 100th episode of a show I've ever seen. Uh, there are moments where I can appreciate the Dawson Joey friendship. They'll always have that bond from their childhood, but anything beyond that holds them back from life and growing up. And I'm so bored of it. If you were wondering why Dawson and Jen broke up and why it seemed to come out of nowhere, why to shove Dawson and Joey as soulmates down our throats again, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a bunch of clips that just show me how wrong they are for each other. But, you know, any relationship that is impactful and important is Joey and Dawson. Uh, they're the tier that all the other couples get compared to. Side note, I fucking loved M to M once upon a time. Oh, that's really funny. Um, oh, biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the tiny little One Tree Hill reunion with Peyton and Lucas, uh, Pacey and Audrey. That line when he says lying is for people who are in serious relationships. Man, that is sad. Pacey may have wrecked Joey with Promicide, but she wrecked him right back with all the constant lying. I still wish Audrey and Pacey had just been friends. I don't think it was necessary for them to date at all, or if they wanted to, it could have stayed casual. But okay, we're going here. Um, So she lies. She says her perfect high school boyfriend is her Dawson, because guys, I don't know if you knew this, but Dawson and Joey are soulmates! I have heard that. (laughs) They dated for four months collectively and stayed stagnant, but that is the relationship that has meant the most to Joey. Not dating Pacey for almost a year, sailing with him for three months, owning her agency, and choosing to share her first time with him, saying they grew up together and he is her future. Nope, that doesn't mean shit. Do I sound bitter? I am. Because if you want Dawson and Joey to be a thing again, go for it. I don't personally know why you would, but go for it. <laughs> um, there is no need to invalidate uh, PC and Joey to do so. It's fucking frustrating. Uh, she says, even though I hate Charlie, PC is sweet when talking to Joey about pursuing something fun with him. Another one of those close talking moments for them, which I love. And though I hate the amnesia, I love their friendship. They just care about each other and it shows in these moments. I do agree with Joy there. Wow, what a great email. I think I agreed with everything in there. Um, (laughs) About the 100th episode, yeah, I think it's, like, you wouldn't know. I don't think any of us realized that until we kind of, like, looked it up. (laughs) Um, But I think they tried to do something special with all those flashbacks. But, yeah, none of them were positive. It was all, all like, arguing. All the angst. Yeah. Uh, the other thing Joy does mention is she's like, poor Jen gets to have a cold. That's her storyline. Besides getting attacked by Joey, does this show even like Jen? No, she does not. <laughs> they do not. It's so sad. Yeah. She says, I also feel bad for Jack. I can appreciate Dawson was there so he could save him, but I cannot believe he bailed on his interview with that agent, the only agent that wanted to meet with him. Uh, that conversation with Pacey and Dawson is interesting because I tend to think there's some projection going on, even if there isn't. Pacey was Joey's confidant for most of the season, and he knows how difficult it was on her in regards to Dawson distancing himself, which is why, uh, which is what was right for him at the time. And Joey and Pacey understand that, but she's happy hanging out with Charlie and figuring out things with him. And Pacey thinks she should have that happiness. So he tells Dawson she's with another guy. But Pacey has always been in the mindset that the dance that Joey and Dawson do is unhealthy. So this makes total sense to me. Um, this episode tries, uh, tries to tell us so goddamn hard that Dawson and Joey belong together, but it doesn't show us. In fact, those two have no scenes together in the hundredth episode. What kind of choice (gasps) is that? Oh, (laughs) Oh. uh, that's such a good point, Joy and Joy. Listen, um, keep giving us your feedback. Even if you're 
angry honestly even more so when you're angry yeah, we like I love, it better i love reading it i mean we like everything we do love but... we love getting feedback in general and i love up, rants if that's you would like good... to send in feedback that's a good uh, point i can't yeah. believe they didn't have a scene with dawson and joey yeah and the hundredth episode of all of us that's, they, that's so why they had wild. to do the montages because they weren't planning on putting them oh in the scene of course together. i almost forgot about the montages yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> if you want to send us feedback uh you could do so shit90spod at gmail.com or go on our website shit90spod.com and send us a voicemail um lindy thank you so much for joining us again for a lovely lovely time thank you so much for having me um this is like a, it's an amazing podcast i love it so much like being on here is just a dream so thank you thank lindy you, what lindy. do you have going on where can people hear more from you Yes. So every week I am on one indescribable podcast with Adam H and Todd, both of whom have been on this podcast about Dawson's Creek. Um, So right now we are covering the show Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So check us out for that. And I just want to say Adam gave me grief for not leaving a voicemail on his episode last week. And um, I'm sorry, Adam, where's your voicemail? I didn't hear it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Adam, where's your voicemail? None to be found. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, go listen to Lindy. Go check out Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist on One Indescribable Podcast because I love Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist and I'm really, really excited that you guys are covering it next. And Jess is a guest. So. I am a guest in the future. We're actually coming up. So go check that out. Um, Sarah, what do you have going on? Yeah, also with Adam H. and PSR, we're covering How I Met Your Father. That's been a lot of fun. Uh, over here for bonus content, we recorded... Uh, speed uh, for Sandra Bullock month and we recorded that with our friend MJC that should be out by the time this episode is out so check that out and then we'll be back for Dawson's Creek next week yes next week the episode is titled separate ways parentheses worlds apart Oh no. It's so dramatic. It's very, very dramatic. dramatic. Very dramatic. <laughs> We're winding things down. We only have four more episodes in this season, which I'm really excited to cover. Of course, you could find me at the Just Sterling on Twitter. I'm covering a whole bunch of crap over on Pusher Recaps as usual. The Last of Us community finished up National Treasure. Uh, so go check out all of that and uh, catch us next time for season five, episode 20, Separate Ways, Worlds Apart. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a good one. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 Shows taught me. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.